Well, once uh, again, welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we're covering the final chapter of 2 Peter, really bringing Peter's thread of living in this world that is antagonistic toward believers, bringing it to a conclusion. Now, today's conclusion, I want to read kind of an extended portion of Scripture, and I want us to see in this text that God is, in fact, judge. He is going to judge the wicked and the unrighteous. He is going to judge the scoffer and those who would, would stand against those who trust in Christ. But God is also merciful. Now, this, is, uh, this chapter really ends with this, in my mind, just this, this incredible reality that yes, God is judge and he will judge the nations and he will judge the wicked, but God is also merciful. And we see both of uh, God's judgment and his mercy displayed just with full force in this text. And so would you open with me to 2 Peter chapter 3, and let's walk through, we're going to walk through 10 verses, and, and there's a lot going on here, but I, I want us to see both his judgment and his mercy. And so let's look at our text. Our text begins, verse 1, says, Peter says, this is now the second letter that I'm writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder. This is his goal. He's, well, he wants us to remember. He says that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles, knowing that, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing. He says, I want, I want you to remember that in the last days, it, it's not going to get easier. It's going to get harder. There will be those who stand opposed to you, stand opposed to Christ, and they will be scoffers. They will want nothing. They will have no positive opinion of the church and of Christ and of you. He says, they'll following their own sinful desires. They will say, where is the promise of this coming? For ever since the, the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. He says, oh yeah, Jesus is coming back. Let's look at the skies. I, I don't see Jesus coming. And they will mock and they will scoff the, the essential belief that we hold to, that Jesus will in fact return. Say, everything's always been the same. Nothing's changed. Jesus is not coming back. And then it says, verse 5, For they deliberately overlooked this fact, that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God, and that by means of these, the world that, they, that then existed was deluged with water and perished. He says, they will deliberately overfat, overlook the fact that God made everything and that God in, the, in history past brought a worldwide flood that destroyed everything. They will deny this. <laughs> they will outright deny this. Verse 7, but by the same word, the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. He says, look, just as God destroyed the world with a flood, he will, not with a flood, but with fire, he will judge and look, they might mock and they might scoff and they might say, well, the Lord, he really, uh, his watch must be really behind. They might scoff and mock us and say, he's not coming back. But listen, the Lord, he, he exists outside of time. Time is part of the fabric of creation that he made. And so for the Lord, 
One day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is as one day. Verse 9. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Look at his mercy. He is going to judge, but he withholds his judgment so that more people will trust in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. And then the heavens will pass away with a roar. And the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved. And the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. No, brother and sister. The Lord is not slow. He is merciful. Know this, brother and sister. The Lord will, in fact, judge and everything will be exposed. This is the reality that we live in. This is the reminder that Peter gives us. He says, listen, I know that there are scoffers. I know that there are those who mock you for your faith. I know that there are those who deny that God made the world. There are those that deny that a flood existed. But listen, just like God made the world, just like he sent a flood, in fact, he will one day return and he will bring a final judgment. This reminder is meant to stir us up. It's meant to stir us up evangelistically that we would be unashamed in our sharing of the gospel, that we would, we would not fear man and we would desire that all should be saved just like the Lord does. This should give us confidence when we're dealing with persecution and we're dealing with those who, who, would, who would exclude us for our faith. We know that we share in suffering and that we share in glory and this should, this should move us toward holiness as we recognize that one day everything will be exposed. And so we should live the lives of godliness that we've been called to all the way since uh, Peter began writing, especially in chapter one of, of his second letter. But through and through, we should live lives in light of the glory that, w- that awaits us. This is our ancient day for our modern day. It's to remember. Remember God will judge and to remember that God is merciful.